Fuck it. No cold open. That's no it. We're open. done. The cold <laughs> open is just me sipping coffee really loudly into the microphone. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I can just I can just zone in on that real quick. Do you want to give us a good clean take? Yeah, 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 I got this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. You're an actor, and you know what this is, Lang? What? This is Afterbite. A Vampire Diaries fan cast is only ten years too late. Hi. Fuck. I know. Wait, am I allowed to curse? Yes. We curse all the time. We do say fuck really regularly. Because I'm not that good of an actor. (laughs) (laughs) The the coffee is pretty much the limit, you know? Right. Got it. So we have a very special episode today, and also, like, just, like, it's a special time, folks. You know why it's a special time? Why is it be? Because it's the fucking end of season one, and holy shit, I'm relieved that we are... <sighs> it's been We're a while, almost there. It's been a while. Jordan. Are we really almost there, B? It, no. are, are we really almost there? We're just... There's... It's like, it's like, this is a cake, right? And it's like mm-hmm. a huge, okay. huge cake. And, okay. we've, and we're like one of those people who are watching our weight. So we took like the tiny, tiniest sliver out of the cake to eat. That's and then there's so like. much of this fucking cake left. And exactly. by so much of this cake left, I mean seven more seasons of The Vampire Diaries, five seasons of the originals, and then three plus maybe of Legacies. Uh, so this is, this is a commitment. This is a commitment we made. We've made it to the light at the end of the tunnel, except it just psyched us out. There's a curve now. U-turn, motherfuckers. (laughs) So welcome to Afterbite. We have a very special guest on here. Hi, Lane Morgan. Hi. How are you doing? I'm alive. Okay, very (laughs) valid. All right, love it. Um, In case you guys don't know who uh, Lane is... Uh, she has credits on The 100, The Schnarr Chronicles, Badlands, and Daybreak, all of which are shows that I like. Yeah. Daybreak, I haven't seen. I'm just taking a shot in the dark there. Well, I assume that all, I would like it. You probably would. Thank I've, you. I've seen it. The 100 and The Shannara Chronicles, and I love both of those shows. Amazing. The Shannara Chronicles was the first fucking was the first gay show that I conned my dad into watching. Fun fact. Oh, how nice! I was like, Dad, you like Lord of the Rings, right? Here's some high fantasy shit, and he's like, All right, cool. And then he looked over at me every time uh, Eritrea and whoever Poppy Drayton's character interacted, and he was like, Are they? And I'm like, I don't think so. <laughs> Are they? <laughs> and he was like, Okay. He was very confused, but he tried his best. So but when he said episode- the straight men pick up on it, that's like that's when you know. Yeah. yeah, when my dad, who runs a hardware store, is like, are they? <laughs> they might be. Well, I mean, having running a hardware store tells you nothing about someone's gaydar, because plenty of lesbians <laughs> run hardware stores, that and is. I'm sure they're doing just fine. That's true. That's very true. For I'm all sure you know, so it's running the hardware store that makes it easier for him to spot a lesbian. Honestly, you might be right. I am right. I'm always right. Because he did buy me one of my first flannels from his hardware store. He's like, this looks like something you'd like. And I'm like, thanks, dad. I'm 12. 
Bye. That's, <laughs> I didn't talk yeah. to him. <laughs> I didn't talk to him for four more years. That's called. That's called. I know a dyke when I see a dyke behavior. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna break down these last two episodes of the Vampire Diaries season one, and I'm just gonna put a. Uh, Warning on the top here, just right before we get started, because there is some uh, extremely questionable content in episode 21, like extremely. So Uh we're going to kind of skate over that and go to, wow, Isabel could step on all of our throats. Yeah, here's here's my opinion on Isabel. She could step on my throat and like... I'd be okay with that, but also I really don't like her. <laughs> also it's very like, valid. It's all it's a, it's a weird relationship where I'm like, oh, you're very hot, but also you're kind of the worst. Kind of the worst is a great way to describe her. I'm going to read the episode description super quick here because it doesn't sound grammatically correct to me, <laughs> but I'm also... It's Netflix. So the episode (laughs) description for Netflix, uh, for episode 21, which is just entitled Isabel, uh, is uh, Isabel returns to town and stuns Alaric with her attitudes and her demands that he arrange a meeting with Elena. Yeah, that's not correct. There's too many hers and he's in that sentence. No, it's not even that. It's the demands should I just have one no ass. Yeah. And her demand. You're also correct. (laughs) I'm a script coordinator. (laughs) God, I just don't like that sentence. (laughs) It's a bad sentence. Listen, fanfiction has taught me to read sentences with all the pronouns and just keep on going. (laughs) However, life has taught me that that demands should only have no 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 S. No S. S. Not even one, just no. Not even one S, just no S's. It's just one singular demand. One demand that he arrange a meeting with Elena. And... Okay, so this episode starts with Isabel just, like, hopping up on the bar next to Alaric. And the first thing she, like, goes for oh, wait, isn't sh- even, like, a... Ooh. Should we explain the significance of Isabel in case Lane doesn't know because she's not caught up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, she's she's Elena's mom, right? Okay, yeah, you're good yeah. then. And also, well, the good news is wife. Netflix has a little previously on. Oh yeah. right. Okay, yeah. right. Correct. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I, I skip all of television those. in 2004. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I skip all of those on Netflix. Really? I think I let them play through. It allows me to get set up before I start writing notes. Listen, I don't take my note writing that seriously. <laughs> I didn't take notes, so <laughs> That's fine. You're so valid. So, uh Elaine uh, fucking Jesus Christ. Now you've hey. got me fucked up, Jordan. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Isabel uh, just, like, goes up to Alaric and she's like, hey, how's your job going, by the way? That's how she starts. No, like, hey, what's up? How's the weather? She's like, how's your job? Hey, Isabel, he's a public school teacher. It's probably not going well. (laughs) At any given point in time, it's not going well. I love, like, after, like, just after that, where she, like, threatens all of his history students in, like, a very specific threat. It's just like, I don't know why it fucking sent me. She was like, I'm going to kill everyone in this town. And I'm going to start with the 20 teenagers you know. <laughs> I was like, he doesn't care. He should be like, all right, have at it. Also, objectively, he has other history classes. He <laughs> teaches multiple grade levels. Like, there's like a 
hundred students that he probably teaches on any given day. I would like thin the herd, Isabel. Go for it, darling. Just go for it. I'm gonna start with your fucking asshole. Honestly, he'd probably be very grateful because the way that teenagers teach treat their 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 teachers is kind of like, oh, like actually, yeah. Can you get rid of like these specific people first before you start killing the rest of them? Hey, can you start with Jared from third period? He's kind of (laughs) my my brother's a biology teacher. I'm gonna call him and be like, hey, just curious if someone threatened <laughs> if someone threatened your students do you have a list or like a certain period that you want them to start first because <laughs> i think you should if you don't yeah he won't he's so much better than me he'll just be like no i love all the children here's the thing with teachers i you have to be like a good person to be a teacher in order to deal with that type of shit i never considered him a good person until he became a teacher and now he's like for the children i'm like whatever that's like whatever that's like a a certain type of sacrifice that i'm not willing to make yeah i don't need a soul i'm doing fine (laughs) so is isabel apparently (laughs) this fucking episode is buck wild because we start with that curse or not that curse that fucking threat at the bar and then we go to like arts and crafts in high school (laughs) and i just want to know when do these kids actually go to school and learn things that aren't about mystic falls because if you remember (laughs) last episode alaric was like i guess we're learning about local history instead of world war ii so are we continuing the trend where is this time coming from this is I this further this furthers my thought that this is why some white people don't know the significance of slavery. <laughs> Literally. It's because they're from <laughs> towns in Virginia. I just wanna know if anyone ever in their real high school has spent as much time on like float building and party <laughs> decorating. Z- as the amount of time that students on CW shows spend on that. Like, I've never seen a float budget that is as unreal. I've never even seen a float in one of my no, shows. No, fucking, I mean, maybe the band played on a float. I don't know. I didn't go. But, like, <laughs> like I was a jock. I played sports. And I'm like, I've never seen this before. Here's the thing, too. It's... The band didn't play on a float. The band probably marched. So what the fuck? Like, there's like a float. With oh, yeah, like, I don't know why I put the band on a float. <laughs> yeah, they're the one people. They're the one group of people equipped to walk. Like, like. Okay. Well, because I could just picture them at our football games, like in the stadium. So in my brain, yeah. they're stationary. Just to show you how many fucking parades we have. <laughs> Christ. No, but like, also fucking. If your town is this poor slash rich as Mystic Falls, I guess you can just, like, do that. Yeah. I guess. My town did have a pageant, though. We did have a pageant. Oh, my God. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Was it as archaic as the Mystic Falls pageant? No. It was always, like... I'm going to offend somebody. I hope no one from my hometown is listening to this. It was always, like, two cheerleaders who like weren't super hot and then like two girls from the theater department who like really wanted to be like important Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. and then like someone from student government and then like three girls you never met 
Mm. And you were like, <laughs> and it was all people that you were like, I'm not super sure. I sound like a high school mean girl. I'm really not at all. But it was always people that like objectively, I was like, no one knows who you are. Like, what is happening? Because <laughs> like the people who are like really popular were way too cool for that. Yeah. Do you guys want to hear some extremely Iowa bullshit? Yes. Yeah. I also want a t-shirt that says extremely Iowa bullshit. (laughs) I just want you to wear it. (laughs) Um, We didn't have like any sort of pageant that was like Miss Mystic Falls, but we did have Fair Queen. Oh, God bless. So, listen, when you come from Spencer, Iowa, the town with the world's largest county fair, shit gets real at the Fair Queen pageant. And (laughs) let me tell you. Fair Queen sounds like a medieval midsummer. Okay. Valid. Like consider this, we were just yeehaws. (laughs) (laughs) I but I really just want like high fantasy fairy midsummer. Like midsummer except supernatural. Okay, where's that episode of Legacies? (laughs) (laughs) There's so many episodes of Legacies where you're like, where's that one? Where's the Florence Pugh guest stars and we all have a ritual in a garden and someone dies in a bear suit episode? (laughs) It's basically the Christmas episode. I'm sorry, I'm so off topic. You know what? That's valid. When are we ever on topic? Exactly. We're never on topic. We're always going on tangents. That's the main point of this podcast. Well, thank Mm -hmm. God. We're so barely talking about the Vampire Diaries most of the time. Is the Vampire Diaries ever talking about the Vampire Honestly, Diaries? Honestly, no. You're not. No, they're not. The Vampire Diaries is like the LaCroix of the Vampire Diaries. It like drove by a truck of its own lore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Don't be sorry. <laughs> never be sorry lane <laughs> um, oh i don't remember what the fuck goes on because all of my notes are just like bonnie's bangs don't look great in this episode and i wish they looked better i remember in the beginning caroline was mad that bonnie and elena were in a fight honestly oh yeah, yeah. that did happen that's yeah, yeah. Because, I, because i think it was that bonnie and elena are in a fight and then bonnie it's like i can't tell you what's going on and yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's really interesting how the show is like divided into two groups of people who know completely nothing about what is going on around them. <laughs> and then everyone else is like, I'm super in the know. I know exactly what's going now, on. I'm I know behind, the but do they ever explain why Caroline just simply can't know? N- no. no they're just trying to protect magic. her. Like, I don't she know got- why they wouldn't just tell her. Because she was in the same episode that the girls were getting, like, possessed and did, like, a seance. Yeah. And, like, Bonnie got straight up possessed by her ancestors. So she knows magic exists. No, but does she really know that magic exists? Like, like if she's already... Because in that episode, she was a skeptic, right? So, like, she, I mean, yes. she, 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 if she's already skeptical of that, and it's just like, oh, I just had this one-off experience, but, like, I don't, I don't know, there could be, like, some scientific explanation behind all this but, happening. But she also, she was the one who was, like, Bonnie was like, hey, Emily, what's up, ancestor? And Caroline was like, that's fucking weak. You can do better. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hey, yeah. Emily, what's up, ancestor? <laughs> yeah, she, was, she was literally just like, hey, ancestors? And Caroline's like, that's fucking weak. Do better. And then they all got possessed. So I do want to state that she was there for the magic. So she kind of knows. But not really. Not explicitly. More like implicit knowledge of, of magic. 
I just hate when shows do the like, we just can't tell you thing for like ever. And it's like, but why not? Yeah. Because at some point, like, it's not like you're protecting her. She, I feel like knowing would probably make her safer. And honestly, that's the truth. Because no one ever protects Caroline on this show for some reason. Well, Everyone just That's like, beef oh. for every other episode. <laughs> Everyone just like, hey, uh, I know Caroline's going through this thing. But we've decided to do this thing without any of her consent. And that's going to be okay. Because I guess somehow we're in charge of what Caroline is in charge. What Caroline can know. And you're just like. Can, can y'all help Caroline out? Like, she's going through a lot. And they're like, oh, yeah. no, no, uh, we're also, also going through our own thing, but we'll, like, keep her in mind. <laughs> like, we'll keep her in our thoughts and prayers, but we all know that's bullshit, so, like, whatever. It's Virginia. <laughs> yep. We're a small town that's surprisingly <laughs> large and also very affluent. I feel like we need to hone this in again because this is, like, the fifth episode in a row of Founders Day bullshit. And you're like, okay, I get it. You're rich white people. You don't care about anything anyone else except yourself. But also, this is so boring. We get it. You're from Virginia. <laughs> we get it. <laughs> um... God, no, Caroline has to know. Because also on that same vein, Jeremy read Elena's diary and found out that his memories got erased by Damon. Yeah. Which in the end leads to some shit. And it's like, y'all could have really just like had an open and honest conversation. Yeah. Been like, hey, Jer, vampires exist. Your ex-girlfriend or your kind of girlfriend was one of them. She's dead now, but she also got reanimated, but she's also dead again. Sorry. <laughs> I feel like they just needed to like, god damn. Jeremy goes through it, man. Yeah. Can I one thing I want to bring up is that there's another big another I can't say the word for some reason. Bing sponsorship in this episode. Like <laughs> um and um I just I just know that Bing paid so much money to be in this, this television show <laughs> and it just did not work out for them. Like they were just try cuz I just remember and like the early 2010s, Bing just like trying to compete with Google and like trying to be like, so we're like, we're as good as Google. Like, and like, I remember so many commercials of Bing just trying to infiltrate our minds so that we would just go on their platform and it just didn't work out for them. And I just want to say, Bing, that kind of sucks. Like, you're just memorializing this TV show, but no one really thinks that somebody would you choose Bing over Google. So it just shows how dated this show is. I just miss the days of like really, really solid product placement. Yeah, Honestly, like, yeah. TVD has a bunch. It's so early good. Pretty Little Liars, where they were like, "You just want a Toyota Corolla." <laughs> <laughs> okay, she's sixteen. My guy. Caroline's like, I'm using my new AT and T phone that connects to my car. Like, okay, <laughs> we get it. Uh, <laughs> I love that shit. Um, let's see. Let's get back on track here. Is oh, Damon goes to meet Isabel. Yeah. And we it's, come in hot and heavy with some extremely questionable content about yeah. a gay cowboy. Yeah. And that's about all we're gonna say we're on not that. Talk about it. <laughs> What's yeah. wild is I don't know what you guys are talking about, and I watched this episode. <laughs> Bro! The fucking the she has a dude that looks exactly like Rocky from the Rocky Horror Picture Show. And Damon's like, who's that? And she's like, it's a gay cowboy that I picked up in Dallas. And he's like, okay, so he's gay? She's like, not right now. I'm like, bro! Yeah. Yeah. My exact thoughts. 
Yeah, it so is extremely <laughs> questionable content. And that's why okay. I hope my Dawson's not gay right now either. I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> None of them are gay right now. Let's be very honest. <laughs> it's fine. I'm putting it away. <laughs> I'm putting my pain in a little box. And that's fine. And then I'm, I'm, um, I'm, I'm sailing it across the coast. <laughs> I'm setting it afloat. And it's just gone. Um, and then, okay, there's this, like, whole entire scene with Damon and Isabel where it's, like, very it's sexual. So and I'm just like, I'm just like, so wait, bad. I'm like, wait, so you're telling me this is the, this man is, like, is, like, doing all of this with Elena's mother, and in the future, they're supposed to go out and date, and I'm just supposed to be comfortable with that? I'm just consistently floored with, and I watched, I, so I told you, the first six episodes of season uh-huh. one today consistently uh-huh. floored and like i'm always like maybe it's because i'm a lesbian but it's not because i frequently think men are attractive on television yeah i'm always floored by the fact that we try to pass the summer holder office yeah i'm always just like i don't get it Same. he's got like a weird half cw mullet and he's always like kind of like spidering around and i like like i love a scrawny man but there's something about him <laughs> that i'm always odd. like just that odd. i'm always just like are you okay i don't know yeah and then the every other- time he does sexy i'm like i don't buy this at all also like his smirk is the worst like like it's stop weird. that shit just stop it like there's a good weird. way to do it and you're not doing it stop Paul it wrestling i get yeah Paul wrestling, I get. yeah yeah ian what yeah. I don't, I don't what's your face doing this episode buddy there's so many questionable faces know. on his face and i'm just like stop doing so that questionable <laughs> my brain just immediately imagined him with like several stickers of his own face on his- <laughs> that's what it looks like it looks like wearing a mask of his own face there's one scene where he's like in the background and the way his face is moving like he doesn't have any lines but like his eyes it's Hunter is the LaCroix of hot men. <laughs> he, he drove just... by a truck of hot men and now he's like this now. That's it. <laughs> he drove by a lot of tall, dark, and handsomes and now he's here. I'll stop making that joke now, I promise. <laughs> no, wait. Just wait until the perfect time in like an hour or so and do it again. Rule of threes, you'll be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, but there's like the scene where he's in the background and his eyes just are just like very open and it looks like he's like I like I don't know what his emotion is supposed to be but it's just very off and I'm just like why is this happening his emotion is on cocaine that's his emotion (laughs) he's just extremely into it right now oh god (laughs) Jesus Christ my emotion uh, is also on cocaine. <laughs> me. Honestly, mood. I just mainlined a Mountain Dew Kickstarter. Let's fucking go. Uh, Elena meets her mom. Yeah. Finally. It's weird. Oh, there's so- like this there's this, there's this part right before she meets her mom where or or is it when during? I think they just explain how like vampires can turn off their humanity. Right, I think that was that was kind of in this one. She's like, it's just like flicking a switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because Damon talks about it while she's in it. Okay, we'll get to that one second. Okay. Stefan and Elena have a really kind of cute, half silent conversation across the room where Elena's just whispering and Stefan's just like mouthing words back. And I don't want to say that they're cute, Your Honor, but that <laughs> shit was kind of fucking cute. 
Listen, at least in season one, they were just like two dumb idiots. Yeah. They're just two like, dumb they hadn't, idiots. They had not sinned yet. Yeah. Well, well <laughs> Stefan sins yet to be decided. Elena's yeah. fine for now. You're on thin ice, but that's okay. Stefan is like questionable at best. But at least he has good hair. Yeah. And his face does normal human things. Yeah. As opposed to lizard person things, I really it feels like it's, like, it feels like it's Ian like wearing a like human face mask. Yes, the accurate just ac- accurate description. That's exactly what I think of when I think of Ian Somerhalder. That's hundred percent correct. Um, so while Elena's in there talking with Isabel, Elena's asking like seven million questions and not giving any answers. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, I was like, God fucking damn it, Elena. This is a more frustrating conversation than the one that we pointed out that John, uh, Damon, and Rick had last oh, yeah. episode. It was the most frustrating conversation I've ever had the displeasure of watching. Yeah, it's like no Just, answers. Ugh. Nothing is <laughs> good. <laughs> It's like it's like when it's like when you like are talking to someone and they're like yeah uh-huh but they're not actually listening to you you know it's like one of those kinds Yeah it's like hey I know you're my mom who's my dad uh-huh Thanks Isabel great insight anyway outside uh Damon and Alaric are having a great conversation excuse me about humanity Yeah this is uh, the first time, I think, in the show that we're kind of introduced to the concept of, like, the light switch that is humanity. Mm-hmm. Um, Damon describes it as just, like, flicking off a switch, and that's it. And then you're done. And, that's it. And he says one of my uh, favorite lines when just talking about Stefan, and I think we need to just revel in this moment okay. of him mm-hmm. saying about Stefan, he wants to feel every episode of How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> Why is that the I show they picked? That's a weird line. Why is that's that the not show a high key romantic like. It's not an emotional show. show. It's a comedy. No. It's a comedy, and not only does it not make any sense, but it's also just like like the the fact that it's like talking about. I feel like how much your mother, at least from when I was watching, it wasn't it, very, it wasn't very like emotional, but it was like about emotions if that makes sense <laughs> it was the lacroix of emotional yes. shows yes exactly. <laughs> it drove past an emotional show at one point and now it's like oh we're sad yeah <laughs> so like so like i get it right but also that's like the worst reference you could have ever made up like why choose that show in particular are you guys trying to do another sponsorship for another show also <laughs> why does damon is that what Damon thinks emotions are? <laughs> hey, Likely, yeah. I mean, that might be part the of the problem. Yeah. Damon had to watch How I Met Your Mother to and then that. think, oh, this is what Stefan wants to feel like. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, what? <laughs> I don't have siblings. Here's the thing. I don't have siblings. I don't know what goes through your brain when you're like, oh, this is what my sibling did in X moment. But like, Lane, have you ever watched an episode of How I Met Your Mother and been like, oh, this is my brother? (laughs) I mean, I've never watched an episode of How I Met Your Mother, so... Oh, wow, you've escaped unscathed. Yeah. Yeah, I stay so far away from sitcoms, so... Unfortunately, sitcoms are what 
brought me up in this world. It's what I mainly watched. And, and they're what's going to bring you down. <laughs> <laughs> they will both give you into this world and then take you the fuck out. Yeah. Like, like growing up, you know, you're watching stuff and you're like, there's nothing on TV, but I still want to watch TV. So then you watch a sitcom for like an hour or two. And then you're like, okay, I guess I'm done with that now. We were never allowed to watch television. I watched like Disney Channel when I was a kid. And then it went like straight to being old enough to like, watch wb and like that was all i did i had no supervision as a child i could literally watch whatever i wanted <laughs> um I, like my family does not even have a tv in our living room yeah no we have tv we have a tv in the living room and also in the bedroom and also my grandmother would love to watch criminal tv shows like csi criminal minds all the like and i would frequently watch them with her at 12 years old so oh my god so i think that tells you how much tv i watched as a kid and how unsupervised i was yes i wasn't supervised but i didn't have cable so i watched a lot of seinfeld because that's what my mom wanted to watch and now if i hear the opening bass riff to seinfeld i will combust i will just die i will throw myself off my third floor balcony it's fine it's perfect wait waiting i sorry i just read my notes and i read the line (laughs) i read the line um damon fucks elena's mom and her great grandmother and her i don't know what kind of trifecta he's going for (laughs) and i think it broke my brain for a moment yeah so in my notes it literally says which i was mentioning before so you're telling me later on damon dates and marries her daughter what? God, what kind of trifecta is he going for? It's like I know some people have like a type, but, but... this is taking your type too far. <laughs> this is taking your very specific type and making it too specific. It's just it's just really weird. It's like why? Why? What? Just why? Um, let's see. What else is going on here? We got Bonnie being too good of a friend to Elena once again. But is she too good of a oh, friend? Actually, you're right. Because then she doesn't actually... See, here's the thing. I was like, oh, Bonnie's being way too good of a friend. She's, like, doing this thing for Elena that she really doesn't want to do. But it's for Elena. And then she doesn't actually do it. So, in actuality, Bonnie's just the right amount of a good friend. But also... <laughs> just actually, the right amount. Actually, no. Because then she does something later on where it's like, Bonnie, you should have just let them die. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let us explain. <laughs> uh... Okay, so apparently the inventions that Jonathan Gilbert made were not actually, they're not, yeah, they weren't actually good. They were magic. So Jonathan Gilbert got credit for Emily Bennett's spell work with, which, I mean, what a scorching critique of modern culture and white men in general. I have a strange feeling that's not what they were trying to do. Oh, it's absolutely not, but damn, let's read into this. I think think half of this podcast is us taking things that they most definitely did not intentionally mean and bringing intention into it. (laughs) Absolutely. We did a whole we did a whole bit last episode about how Elena sees Stefan as like a Christ-like figure. I mean, come on. We I have a film degree and I'm gonna fucking use it. I'm so glad you guys podcast. did that last week instead of this week. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as we all know, there's nothing I love more than talking about women worshiping Christ. Oh, <laughs> we all know. Great, great topic. Um I have several so, follow-up boy songs dedicated to it. Okay, but you're so fucking right. I know. 
I'm, I told you I'm always right. God, I fucking love Fall Out Boy. Okay, so <laughs> let us, let's go to this, maybe my favorite scene in these two episodes. Uh, Stefan, Damon, Elena, and Bonnie are all in the uh, Salvatore's uh, like foyer, I mm-hmm. guess. They're rich. Foyer, probably. Um, and uh, Bonnie's like, I can dispel this thing so that it doesn't actually work so that it can just be like, what the fuck ever, and then you'll be good because then you, they can get what they want and then, oh darn, it just didn't work. So, Damon's like, I don't think you can actually do that. I don't think you're good enough at magic for this, which is apparently something that Damon knows because he's very good at magic. Like, shut Question up, Damon. Mark? Like, be quiet. I mean, in the pilot, he made fog and ravens just out of, like, <laughs> So he obviously has a squad. He has a witch on hand to just be like, hey, I want to make a really dramatic entrance. Could I get that fog machine going? Yeah, like, he literally comes in and he's like, I mean, you should see what I can do with the fog and the ravens. And I was like, what can you do, Dan? <laughs> so, so Bonnie's like, huh, I'm going to prove you wrong. And she asked Damon the hardest question he's ever been asked. Name a book. <laughs> a single book. For $500, Damon, welcome to Jeopardy. Name a book. Any single one. How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> <laughs> wrong. He says, what is it, like, the fucking Call of the Wild by Jack London or some bullshit? Oh, kill me. Some fucking white man English class bullshit. And so to prove that her magic is the best it can be, she's (laughs) like, allow me. And stands in front of the bookshelf and makes the book come out of the bookshelf and fly into Damon's hand. And that's what convinces him. (laughs) That's it. That's all she does. She's like, hey. I'm gonna make some real, like, haunted house shit happen, and then you're gonna believe me. And they do! <laughs> They're so stupid. Hey. What? <laughs> They're so dumb! It's like, it's like, um, it's like if you had the Scooby-Doo gang, right? But it's all just okay. full of idiots who full attention. <laughs> but it's just awful like idiots who don't know, actually know what they're doing and then they don't catch the bad guy in the end it's the scooby gang except it's all like friends yes yes all friends <laughs> it's the scooby gang but it drove by it no Scooby-Doo, the best series of Scooby-Doo is on Netflix and everybody should watch it. Everybody stand Mystery Incorporated for Clear Skin, best series of Scooby-Doo. Anyway. I believe you, B, because you're a Scooby-Doo enthusiast and I believe you on everything that's Scooby-Doo related. Thank you. Do you believe me on the fact that they're actually like Babylonian so earnest. (laughs) (laughs) I truly am being 100% serious. You're like, you know what, B? I think you found your calling. <laughs> My calling is Scooby-Doo. And I support you. I'm being 100% serious. Whenever I see anything Scooby-Doo related, I just send it to B. You want to talk about not Scooby-Doo and instead the Vampire Diaries? Because yeah. we still have a little bit here about this episode. Yes. Uh, so Bonnie uh, disables, and I'm putting that in air quotes, uh, <laughs> the mystical device by making some candles glow real bright and mm-hmm. the fire in the background just kind of pop up and then the lighting department apparently goes wild and that's magic that's just it 
the fact that they believe like i get it because they have no point of reference for knowing what that would look like but also they're so <laughs> like i don't know it's just like y'all are really dumb for thinking that bonnie would just do that i know they're like, oh man, Bonnie really hated Stefan and Damon for kind of inadvertently killing her grandma like a few minutes ago, but now she's agreed to help us. Yeah. Hey, y'all? Y'all? Are y'all thinking up there? Is there, is anything going on up there? No thoughts. Head empty. Um, fucking, they're, then they go to, they go to do this, they go to do the fun meat swap where they're just like, I'll bring uh damon and stefan is back up and then isabel's gonna bring her gay cowboy and the jazz singer mm -hmm. and then we're all gonna have a dance off like it's west side story sharks <laughs> versus jets and isabel's gonna get what she wants and everybody's like oh we pulled one over on her no you didn't motherfucker you did it you did not you actually just that's pretty much played into her hand. for this episode yeah they really did so Hey, I also had one oh, last wait. note before oh, we leave this episode. But also, oh, God, there's, but, more. But there's like one big thing that happens at the end. You find out that John is her dad. Is John, is a, oh. John is Elena's dad. I kind of zone out whenever John's on my screen. Yeah, it makes Which sense. Which is sad because Anders is fun to watch. He plays a great unlikable character. Yeah, I will. Yep. Say he does a great job. But there's like a phone call that happens. That sucks. And, and then, because it's kind of, like, hinted at, and then there's a phone call that happens, and then and then he's like, oh, like, he's talking to Isabel, and he's, she's like, oh, we don't want that for our daughter, and she's like, yeah, we don't, and then, like, it, like, ends, and you're like, what the fuck? Like, that's her dad, what the fuck? But also, you could kind of see it, because she and, she and he have the same, like, annoying conversational habits. Oh, yeah, <laughs> makes sense. Honestly, though, like, you know I'm right. Uh, the last note I have for this episode is uh, Damon drinks whiskey, like, right near the end, like he always does. And he drinks so often. Like, how bad do you think his breath smells at any given moment? You also have to God. think about how bad his liver... Actually, no, you don't, because he's dead. Yeah, like, he drinks whiskey and blood, and that's it. Yeah. Does he brush his teeth? He doesn't seem like the kind of white boy to brush his teeth. Yeah, he doesn't. I wouldn't believe he does. Yeah. Exactly. Like, that's a fake fact about Damon Salvatore, is that he brushes his teeth. That's incorrect. He doesn't. He does not. Um, that's Isabel Buckwild episode. Truly. And then it gets wild. Yeah, it gets crazier. It gets really it fucking gets wild. Can I just say- poorly paced plot twists. Yes. Can I just say, in like, let's see, uh- like, in the last, like, episode, I used caps one, two, three, four, five, six times. No, seven. Seven times. I used caps, locks. Just you all caps, locks. You did use a lot locks. of caps, locks. Um, you that just shows that. you how wild. wild this episode is. Also, your notes are just, like, name. No! And that's it. Yeah. I know what happened, I love happened, being though. able to look at your notes. I, I know I what happened. I fucking roast you for them. Yeah, literally one of my notes is like, name, no, oh, no, 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 same name, I love you. <laughs> That's it. So let's talk about episode 22, Founder's Day. <sighs> <laughs> 
Yep, that dramatic size it. The description is, Damon and Alaric try to stop John Gilbert from setting a plan in motion to bring Founder's Day to an end amid chaos, destruction, and death. And I will say, I just, this bothers me a lot. The Netflix description didn't use the Oxford comma, so mm-hmm. I did add it in on our doc. And I do just want to make that known. Because if you don't use an Oxford comma, you're a fucking scrub. Why do they only say John Gilbert's name? Like, full name. You realize that? Every yeah. time he's in the episode descriptions, they're like, John Gilbert! But everybody else is like, Damon or Rick. You know why they like, do everybody that? Everybody else I know, is a cool I know, dad I know exactly except for John why Gilbert. They do that. It's because John's name is too boring for the TVD. So they have to add the Gilbert in to make it like a little more exciting. It's too white. It's not as white as Alaric or Damon. Yeah. Which I love. Okay, so... There's floats and a parade and kids aren't going to school still, which I am still confused about. Mm -hmm. And the (laughs) fucking Miss Mystic Falls float. We're just going to kind of skip to like the Mystic Falls float because the ladies in the Miss Mystic Falls pageant all looking fresh, fancy and fine. The men are in suits and they get credit because they're like there i guess yeah again as we've seen over and over in this show since day one women doing double the work that (laughs) men do and getting equal praise for it and okay so we're just gonna kind of skip because like the first 10 minutes of this episode it feels like nothing happens yeah it's so boring and then the next 10 minutes of this episode are like okay at best because you get john and the mayor going against sheriff forbes to do like their dumbass plan which Mm -hmm. great work boys love how that turned out for you uh the tomb vampires are planning a heist and they finally get an update in fashion but also it comes at the cost of doing a heist to murder people yeah so pros cons (laughs) that's like the first 20 minutes of the episode i can't think of anything else good that happens in the first 20 minutes yeah. That's just it. Yeah, you're right. I agree. I don't know why this episode is paced this way. I mean, I know why it's paced this way, but it feels wrong. So, the last 20 minutes of this episode are Founder's Day celebration, because Mystic Falls. And, wait. Did Brian tell us that this was, like, all within the span of, like, five weeks or something? Oh, yeah, like a semester? I think. I think it was later, or, or like half that time, I think. Half of a semester? Wild. I think Brian said it was like four weeks, which in ca- in that case makes this all more fucking wild, because how many <laughs> how many events can one town fit in this many days? Yeah, they've had Do like they not have personal parties. time for themselves? They've had like three parties connected to the founder's council or whatever, or whatever and now they're having this stupid reenactment of this of this battle and this float thingy and just like why is this happening what hellscape are we are where this happens all the time like uh Uh uh-huh and god so we alluded to this earlier but bonnie didn't actually deactivate the device that uh jonathan gilbert made in air quotes again made um she just, like, let it be. She apparently just, like, lit some candles and everybody was like, wow, magic! Which, I get it. The main part of this finale is that Bonnie didn't turn off the device. 
uh, John Gilbert turns it on, and then every vampire in Mystic Falls is like, what the fuck, bro? It's like a vampire dog whistle. Yeah. Not only vampires, by the way. Nope. Also, Not Tyler only- Lockwoods. Also, Yeah, also the Lockwoods, which, hey, what's up with that, y'all? Mm, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine what would cause this. <laughs> if we ignore all the moon imagery, I wonder what caused this. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> they just drove by a can of vampire. <laughs> <laughs> and now they're just faintly vampires. They're vampire flavored. It's yeah, fine. They're the newest vampire LaCroix. <laughs> <laughs> um so let's see damon anna and a bunch of other vampires get tossed down into the basement of elena's family old family practice stefan manages to make it kind of out with the help of alaric and then not not, oh wait yeah out of like being thrown into the cellar yes yeah he avoided vampire jail so closely yeah and then they the citizens of mystic falls try a technique that has failed them once before they're like, let's just lock them in a basement and, and set it on fire. <laughs> hey, y'all, that didn't work out last time. And the thing is, right, like, um, John mentions, like, how, like, they, I, I don't know, someone mentions about, like, the past and, like, referencing to the past and how, like, we thought it was over then. So, like, we have to, like, kill it now, right? And so I'm over here, like, do y'all not see the, the, the like... The connection between you referencing the past and how it didn't work before, but you still trying the same thing and hoping it works out? He's trying his best. He also sounds like he thinks every vampire in the world is in Mystic Falls. Yeah, exactly. And which like, I get small towns can do that to you, but hey, John, there are other vampires. <laughs> other flavors of vampire LaCroix are available. <laughs> and I do want that to be known. Yeah. So, he ends up setting- he takes special time to kill Anna, which I think is incredibly cruel. I hated that. I was (laughs) like, this is the worst situation for me. I hate it here. Why do you guys have to kill Anna? The person I was like, here was my- like, Anna, even though sometimes she was confusing, I loved her, and then you guys just killed her? Like- it pains me like they put jeremy through that once again it's just why jeremy also goes through another smaller ringer within this larger ringer that he is going through oh yeah he's like in a tiny washing I feel like machine the only person who just machine. wants jeremy to go through ringers really every i'm always just like you're such a weird linty boy like <laughs> he's such a weird lint man <laughs> I'm always just like, okay, we get it. We get <laughs> you're it. You're sad. You're sad. You haven't showered in a few days. Like, you have um, arms that are just fucking massive for some reason. Like, I feel like he doesn't know how to do his own laundry. And <laughs> you're right about that one. That like, I think maybe if he just stayed home and like worked on himself a little more, he'd be fine. But he's also 15. Yeah, he is only. So also, I didn't have to do he's my laundry 15. at like 11. See, I mean, teenagers and real teenagers aren't the same thing. <laughs> True, but he's a 
15. <laughs> and he's going through the ultimate ringer here. Honestly, it just is cruel and unnecessary. And I'd like to send my lawyers to whoever decided to put that <laughs> in, the, in the episode because it really pained me how they made me root for Anna and Jeremy and then just killed her in the next episode. Yeah, I mean, Anna is great. She's so, fucking phenomenal. Rest in peace. Oh my gosh, I'm, I miss her so much. I'm actually tearing up right now. I am crying. Yeah, I am crying. I'm like, she was such like, like she was like a good character, but also like very, she was very confusing character, but also like in a good way. I don't want to explain it. No, she's, she's a good, good complex character. Yeah. Just... She also, we should mention, she gave Jeremy a vial of her blood oh, before yeah. this because they were planning on running away together, which just makes this all the more tragic. It's like, yeah, really? They could have gotten away and you just killed her? Oh, I'm sad. I'm sad. But what's new? So all the vampires are in the uh, basement of the Gilbert Medical Practice and uh, Mayor Lockwood. Mm-hmm. Mayor Lockwood's like, why the fuck am I here? What happened? And then he tries to, like, scamper away from Damon, and he just ends up, like, in the lap of another vampire, which is so comedic. <laughs> it's very In such comedic. a sad way. Yeah. He's, like, scampering, and then he scampers into the arms of another man, and I'm sorry, but you are gonna die now. Yeah. And then he does. Yeah. And then the whole place gets set on fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then shit really starts to go down. Uh, Bonnie stops the fire for long enough that Stefan can get Damon out and nobody else. So if the Founders Council wanted to thin the herd, they did that. Yeah. They've succeeded in thinning the herd. But also, goddamn Bonnie, just those two? Really? You couldn't have gotten <laughs> just those two? You couldn't have gotten anyone else out? Just just them. Damon's the one you're saving? It's just when Stefan Here's my complete opinion. When Stefan went in there, she should have just been like, "Well, you've made your, <laughs> you've made your, you've dug your grave, and now you have to lay in it, and that's on you, not on me." I'm you not. You dug your grave for the third time. Exactly. You're a vampire. This is the third time Stefan has gone to save, like Damon. It's just like you just let him die. Just let him. I don't care that he's your. Just let him die. <laughs> And he didn't it was do just that, bad. So that's on him. Bonnie should have been like, that's on you. Period. That's your fault, my man. You did this to yourself. So. Okay. <laughs> Once this all, this town square fiasco has handled, has been handled, uh, Elena goes to the school to get her stuff. And then she's going to go meet Jeremy at home. And then she's going to go meet Caroline at the hospital, mm-hmm. which we should mention. Oh, Tyler yeah. Lockwood was also affected by the vampire dog whistle. He crashed a car that had Matt and Caroline in it. So um, there's that subplot yeah. where Tyler crashed the car. Crashed Caroline's the car. now in the hospital with yeah. internal bleeding. Yeah, it's very devastating. <sighs> I hate it's it, wild yeah. too because caroline's like go help tyler he needs your help right now and then tyler wakes up and then you look in the background and caroline's just on the ground past the fuck out yeah. it's i feel like in my head i was like there's like some correlation between the two did that sound right 
Correlation is a word. You're correct. Okay. So there is <laughs> there is probably a correlation between Caroline trying to become more selfless, and then she may literally die because of it. No, not even that. I was thinking about like Matt getting up and Caroline getting down, but like right before he like gets up, like you see his eyes, and they're like doing this weird golden thing like yeah. Tyler's eyes are gold or whatever and they really freak out the paramedic which, and then like, he wakes yeah, up and then Caroline goes down so like not only like a metaphoric correlation but like an actual like literal correlation between the two can you imagine can you imagine being that paramedic on duty that night can you just imagine looking in this fucking teenager who crashed his car's eyes and they're like golden like, that'd be the same as looking at, like, lifting up uh, Ian's face mask and seeing lizard <laughs> eyes. And you're just like, oh, shit. <laughs> the pain that must have gone through, the, like, the absolute, like, what the fuck is going on that must have been going through that uh, that poor paramedic's How head right How often do you think a paramedic shows up to a crime scene where a vampire's been involved and is like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> just what the fuck, y'all? <laughs> what like, the fuck? Like, like I want to know... What I okay, I have an idea for a spin-off show. It's okay. like it's like Grey's Anatomy, except for the people of Mystic Falls. And they just get like these weird ass, like supernatural like people coming in and they're like, What the fuck is going on? And that's like they're just like because it doesn't make sense that Mystic Falls paramedics would be would would it be like aware of what's going on just because they Mystic Falls like residents just seem stupid in general, you know, in comparison <laughs> to the rest. I mean, of you're the right. World. So I just want to show where they're just always like, "What the fuck is going on?" And then it's also like like a Grey's Anatomy where like they're like trying to solve like issues, but like supernatural paramedic issues. If that makes sense. That's what Jordan. I want. Do you want me to blow your fucking mind right now? This show already exists. No, I was going to say that The Vampire Diaries does turn into that show for a while. Oh. <laughs> hey, hey, Jordan, you know how I said that we had a long road ahead of us? Yeah. We have a long road, and it takes some motherfucking turns. Oh, my God. I mean, there's a, swir- there's a like, firm left turn when Elena goes to college and becomes a doctor, and also, like, <laughs> all the other doctors are like, yo, why is this blood missing? And Elena, a known vampire fucker, is like, I don't know. Oh like, I'm a known vampire fucker. Same. <laughs> like, like, hey, Elena, you do know. Um, so I am just going to say, this, th- this show does turn into that show for a little bit. Insane, but it also, also turns not into like surprised. seven other shows. I'm not surprised at all. How <laughs> else would they have this show going on for how many seasons? Eight seasons, nine seasons, eight seasons for TVD, five for the originals, and three plus for legacies. How else would they be doing that if they were not completely changing the entire structure of the show in the middle? Like, hey guys, welcome to Mystic Falls Anatomy. <laughs> um, okay, <laughs> so. Uh, okay, so after, like, after all that happens, Elena goes to the school to get her stuff, and then she's gonna go home, and then she's gonna go to Caroline in the hospital. So, uh, showing up first at the Gilbert residence is Damon. Ugh. And, I know. <laughs> I know. Can I just He say? does some- 
that entire does... scene i did not watch it i skipped to the next scene <laughs> he does some fake honorable bullshit where he's like hey jeremy i'll take your memories away again i guess because it's the vampire diaries and that's what we do let's just take your memories away go wild kids so he does some fake honorable bullshit and jeremy's like no go fuck yourself and so he leaves the house on the porch he meets elena Elena. Who, uh, they have this conversation where, again, Damon's trying to do some fake honorable bullshit. Uh I get it. And then, I think the thing that made my skin crawl the worst is they kiss. Yeah. They, that's the part I skipped. I was like, I'm not watching this. Goodbye. Sexy. Elena kisses Damon on the porch of her house, gets caught by Aunt Jenna, Uh and Aunt Jenna's like, hey, get the fuck inside. Like, fuck off. <laughs> I'm Jenna. <laughs> I am also Jenna. Tag yourself. I'm, why the fuck are you making out with a gajillion hundred year old man on the porch? Also, your boyfriend's brother. She yeah. doesn't even know he's a gajillion years old. She's just like, listen, Stefan's older brother. Listen, whatever. You do you, Elena, but like, gross. It's just, it makes my and insides so, crawl, honestly. Then Same. we see, like, Elena's in the house, like, making some food or whatever, and John comes up and he's like, hey, do you want to talk about what happened tonight? She's like, actually, no. And then Fuck the most you. wildest shit goes down. <laughs> so then there's a shot where it just focuses on John's hand oh, where he has that ring. That was so gory. And <laughs> Elena's <laughs> just like takes a knife and, and like, just cuts bang. off his fingers just right then and there and you're just and like john, what the fuck john is rightly so what the fuck and then he looks up and he's like Catherine, and she's like hello john goodbye john and then you're like and what that's the, it and then you're like what the fuck is going on and then you see and then it cuts to jeremy who trigger warning for suicide just skip a few minutes if you don't want to hear this uh jeremy drinks anna's blood and then takes a bunch of sleeping pills uh so he's doing that and then it cuts to the front porch of the house again where elena is walking up the porch like talking to stefan on the phone like yeah "Yeah, somebody stole my shit from school And which honestly, just, honestly, thank God that that was actually Catherine kissing Damon because the other scenario, awful. But also gonna happen eventually. We do need to start preparing ourselves for that. <laughs> so that's the end of the season. No, and then she walks in, and she's like, "Here's something." Right, going that's when she kitchen. gets to find what's his butt. And then that's, butt, where, John, yeah. that's where it ends. Because, like, next season, isn't there, like, a finger involved or something? Or am I just, do I just have PTSD? There's probably know. a finger involved, unfortunately, because <laughs> she did cut off his hand. So there's yeah, okay, is. okay. I didn't dream that. That's real. So and, like, she, she goes up to look for Jeremy, and then she hears something in the kitchen, and she walks back, and that's where the season ends. And that's can it, I, folks. Can no I, answers. Can I just say, I watched that, and I was like, I want to watch the next episode so badly, but I won't. I know. I but, hate that it works. But, but I won't for the sanctity of this podcast. I will not be watching <laughs> the next episode. We are walking on holy ground. We watch these episodes two at a time. But that's the fucking finale. That's wild. That's it. 
here's one thing vampire diaries they be doing crazy ass shit but they do know <laughs> but they do know that's how just to, it they know they know how to end a season so that you will come back for the next one yeah that's why all of my memories of early tvd are kind of like mushed together because i watched them in like three weeks while on a depression binge on netflix so i never got like a season finale or anything i was like oh this is just fucking weird okay next like fucking wild so now we have to do the tough job and our jobs are so hard right now we have to rank these episodes we have to boil everything down scale of one to ten what the fuck do we rank them lane you're our guest you get to go first Okay. So what are we ranking? Scale of 1 to 10, the episode Isabel. 1 being the worst, 10 being the best, 5 being okay. Which episode? Isabel. Isabel, the episode 21, the first one. Uh, 6? Going real low. Fuck yeah, dude. I just don't feel like much. It was like, I like one, like, I like a really chaotic penultimate episode, and I didn't feel Uh like it was a really chaotic panel. Like, I, I like... I really like a penultimate episode that like runs up to the finale mm-hmm. and I feel like they lingered. Okay. I'm going to give a terrible criticism that I feel like you guys are going to hate. Okay. Isabel fun. Useless to us. Did not yeah. need to be there. Uh-huh. It's just, I, they spend so much of that episode being like this evil woman. And I'm like, I mean, yeah, but we don't care and we don't care. And she's not someone we care about. And why did you bring this character in right now? Yeah. She was really there just to cause Rick pain, and that was it. Yeah, that was and her like, main role. And okay. as far as the list of and characters I care about, Rick is pretty not far down. on it. <laughs> <laughs> la la la. <laughs> anyway, no. So that was like that episode for me. I was like, you're spending a lot of time with characters that like we don't have feelings about. I'd rather see like the characters who are going to be emotional impacted emotionally impacted in the finale have like a, a bigger ramp up to that and they didn't do that i think they really they really did just kind of take a leisurely stroll up to the finale yeah i think yeah. you said last episode b that the the episode previous to this was like the best episode mm-hmm. and like i like agree with you like like i feel like that last episode would have been a better penultimate than this one yeah it feels like they like <laughs> It feels like they put all of the episodes in, like, a pile. They put them all in a deck of cards, and then they shuffled them around, and then they ended up with Blood Brothers leading into Isabel, which leads into Founder's Day. Yeah. That's wrong. Isabel should lead up into Blood Brothers, which should lead up into Founder's Day. Yeah. And, like, hear me out. Hear me out. Mm-hmm. Surgically remove Isabel. Also, that also, true. Also that, too. Because, like, happen. nothing really, like... Nothing happens. Nothing happened. Yeah. Bonnie did the bad thing of not doing the device. Yeah. Damon proved he could name a book. That's it. And, but here's the thing. And nothing happened emotionally. There is no emotional journey in that episode. I mean, it feels like they're trying to take Elena on an emotional journey of but like meeting really your don't. birth mother. She's a bitch. But they don't. She they, doesn't. They could she have doesn't really give a shit. Didn't, I think. I feel like, especially because of like, Throughout the entire season, Elena is dealing a lot with the death of her parents. And, like, it is, like, an important part of, like, the first half of the season, I feel like. It would have been really Uh nice for them to explore it a lot in this episode, especially after she, like, found out she's adopted and, like... She has new parents. Yeah, exactly. They really could have, like, done something and and it just felt like... You know what? You know what? 
it was it was sort of like the LaCroix of emotional <laughs> <laughs> it drove past a truck of Elena's emotion <laughs> yeah you're not wrong you're correct so Jordan with that in mind what do you rank in this bad boy yeah, I think... I feel like I poisoned the well, no, sorry. I, 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 <laughs> I the well was right. already poisoned. Yeah. It's the Vampire Diaries. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> that, um, that that episode 21, I, I felt similarly. I felt like things weren't going on. And I was kind of bored. Like, the plot twist of, like, John being her father didn't really mean... Like, it's insane that's her father because that's that's literally the brother. That's, like, um her uncle, that's right? That's her... her- her adopted father's brother. Exactly. But I also feel like weird. it's insane, but it's weirdly not shocking. Yeah. Like as soon as he's yeah, there, you're like, say. yup, it's gonna be this guy. Yeah, like I was like, it's like insane, but also like not like insane to a point of like, oh, that's like a good way to end the episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah. and like yeah, there's just like a lot of stuff that just doesn't happen. Like it's like very it's very like not important episode to me. Hmm. So what are you ranking it? Give it a number. I think I'm going to give it a five. You're going to give it a five? Okay. Because I... Some background. I had a really bad breakdown yesterday. Mm -hmm. And at the very end, after I watched a lot of lesbian Robin Hood from uh, Once Upon a Time, I was like, oh shit, I need to watch these episodes for the finale. So I watched this episode while like curled up in my bed with like my heated blanket on and like some cocoa. And... I feel like my emotional breakdown was more interesting than this episode. (laughs) So, I... Sorry, there's something, there's some really loud shit happening in my... That's fine. The wild dogs are probably going to start barking across my street any moment now, so we're so fine. I think Uh, my neighbor is dragging his recycling bins down the driveway. That's valid. I... I'm going to give this episode a three. I'm giving it a three. I really wow, I, I was being kind show. with my six because I didn't know how you guys did things. But Oh, no, we rate these episodes. Do not be kind. <laughs> All right, great, great. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, three and is I'll, my and I'll, go, and I'll go more like four or five if, if it's allowed. Yeah, the most yeah, definitely allowed. Do you want to change your ranking? I do. Right. Okay, I, would like you to, to I would like to second your four because I also thought it was like truly four. Okay, there was really nothing going on. That is that makes this pretty much across the board our lowest ranked episode. Yeah. I know Brian's not here, and he did. I do contractually have to say some good moments, as Brian would say, some moments. But overall, it was garbage, and my emotional breakdown was much more interesting. Lane, what do you rank in this finale episode? The finale, I would say, uh, I'm going to go with seven. Okay. I didn't particularly have a like, super exciting time this time around, but I can remember back in like the heyday of Vampire Diaries mm-hmm. when all of these reveals were actually meaningful to me and not things like our information I already had. Um, yeah, watching this episode live must have been fucking wild. Yeah, because yeah, I remember things like you being worried about Caroline and what was happening with Tyler and yeah. the mayor dying and uh, even the like Elena Bonnie stuff is really interesting to me. Mm-hmm. It, it's like stuff that I saw now and I was like, yeah, this again. But like in 
in thinking about it, I was like, all this stuff was pretty, even like Damon and Elena kissing was like, as much as I think it's like a tropey, stupid thing to be like, and then she kisses another man. It's like, that was like jaw on the floor shit. Yeah. Um, so I think as far as finales go, they definitely were like, this and this and this yeah. Yeah. is a little schmuck baby. Sure. And again, I think lacks some significant emotional stuff, but it was at the very least exciting. Yeah. They had one emotion and it was shock. Yeah. And then a yeah. secondary emotion and awe. Yeah. I think I'm also going to give it a seven. Um, okay. Love it. Yeah. I had like a similar feeling. I think the re- the main reason I'm getting giving it a seven is because, as the, as a person who's never watched the show before, and this is my first time watching this, um, like the the ending was like 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 especially like the whole like not knowing what happens to Elena felt very like mm-hmm. oh my gosh I'm so like afraid for her I don't know what's going on like and like yeah, the loss- if I didn't know that Nina Dobrev signed a contract in blood yeah. I would be like oh shit is she dying yeah yeah and like we lost like a character I really liked Anna which was like heartbreaking but you know and I didn't I also did not see it coming I thought she was gonna make it out of there but that did not happen yeah um, you have to but- give them a little bit of credit too because that like the idea of dog whistle that takes out all the yeah. supernatural people in the town it's such a good way to wreak havoc yeah. in terms of like they immediately took the bait of like okay so who falls down that you're surprised yeah. and I think that's a really good um, setup. The fact that Tyler kind of like fell down yeah. it yeah. feels it feels like such a good culmination of all the moon bullshit they've been giving us with him Yeah, and I, just, I love that I just love where he's like having a breakdown in the car because he hears this dog whistle yeah. which is a little mean for us to say that Tyler hears a dog whistle but they all hear a dog whistle yeah. <laughs> it's just wild Yeah, and then but I, the reason why I'm not giving it like an eight or a nine is just the beginning was like really boring and like nothing happened. And it felt I agree with that. so strangely paced. Where like the last twenty minutes were buck wild. Yeah. And the first twenty minutes, I was like, I'm bored now. Yeah. So like that. So that's why it doesn't get like a close to like god tier level. It gets like a merely like good episode ranking, which is like a seven for me. I'm. I think I might complete the trifecta. I might also give it a seven. Because it's just, it's a seven. Yeah. I don't know how else to describe it other yeah. than that. It's a seven. Yeah. <clears throat> so, wow. Looking at these now, we don't have Brian's complete rankings because he doesn't like to be on his own podcast. <laughs> but I think Blood Brothers might overall be our highest ranked episode from this season. Um, right under I mean history repeating was also nines across the board Um, I actually ranked this season pretty highly which I didn't think I would Um, I only gave four rankings that are under five and I honestly expected I would be a lot more mean about it (laughs) Um, but yeah damn uh, we'll post uh, our full like rankings and some fun stats from this season on our Twitter at AfterBitePod. Uh, so look forward to that. Now, Lane Morgan, I'm going to torture you a little bit. <laughs> Dope. So I'm going to give you, in what I'm going to call uh, the season one fin- finale extravaganza fun time quiz, 
uh, 10 poorly worded plot points from future TVD episodes. Five of them are real things that happened on TVD, and five of them are fake bullshit I made up. So, I'm going to send you the picture in uh, Twitter DMs really quick, just so in case you forget them, uh, you okay. know what they are. But I'm also going to read them out now so Jordan can laugh with me. Mm-hmm. There we go. Yeah, I don't have any notifications. Okay, there we go. Perfect. Um, so, ten poorly worded plot points from future TVD episodes. Five of them are true. Five of them are false. And they're all from, like, season... They're from season two onwards. So nothing happened... None of these happened in season one. Uh, it's all season two through eight. Uh, number one is, I think, my favorite one. Uh, the gay twin becomes a sugar baby. Uh, number two, a flamboyant British man does an incredible amount of crimes. Uh, number three, a pit of goop is the main antagonist. No way, no number way! Number four, number four, Jeremy boinks a ghost. <laughs> number five, Bonnie gets the heebie-jeebies because of a crossword puzzle. Uh, number six, a tragic end befalls gay Thelma and Luis. Uh, number seven, Damon dips out on his best friend. Uh, not surprising. N- number eight, the Gemini coven play a game of womb roulette. Oh, okay. Number nine, Stefan gets frostbite. <laughs> and number ten, a well-dressed man uses spare change to cause chaos. Jordan, you can also guess which five of these actually happen as well okay do you, okay do you want lane to go first and then me or together let's here's the thing i feel like lane knows more than you do so let's just not we could just work to, what if we just work together okay sure right, right. project let's go because guys. here's the thing uh-huh. i know the gemini coven plays yeah, a game I of room roulette really true. happens yeah i know also uh-huh. that's true. i know that a pit of goop is the main antagonist also really happens <laughs> okay um <laughs> And a tragic end befalls Gay Thelma and Louise. I also know really happens because it happened the same week Lexa died on the hundred. It was a bad week. (laughs) So that means that only two more of these are real. Uh huh. So my guess is, and I'm just gonna shoot in the dark here. Mm -hmm. Bonnie gets the heebie-jeebies from a crossword puzzle, Uh and the gay twin becomes a sugar baby. Okay. Uh, Jordan, what are you guessing? What are your two extra ones besides those three that definitely do happen? Uh, a well-dressed man uses spare change to cause chaos. Love that one. Okay, and? and? Jeremy boinks a ghost. Okay. <laughs> See, I love these because actually all of these are true things that oh, happen, God. just worded very poorly. Okay, that is my problem because I was like, I'm pretty sure a lot of these are real. <laughs> but I was like... I'm going to go with the ones that I know are real, and I guess the other ones are just not. But if you had told me that was an option, I would have had it. Oh, my God. All of these happen? All of them absolutely happen. Yes. Because I remember the spare change thing. Uh Stefan getting frostbite checks out to me. Um, (laughs) Stefan getting frostbite just sounds like Jeremy Blanking a ghost checks out to me. The gay (laughs) twin becoming a sugar baby I knew was real because you guys both reacted to it. Yeah. Uh, flamboyant British man does an incredible amount of crimes obviously happens because that's the plot of the Vampire Diaries um, <laughs> okay. and then body gave the heebie-jeebies because of a crossword puzzle I've seen before mm-hmm. anyway that is all <laughs> I have to say oh my god 
I was forced to decide because I was like, these all for sure. I was like trying to figure out which ones didn't happen. But also, the thing I love what the about fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry, I get you. I literally went to the TVD wiki and I picked out random episodes from uh, different seasons. And I was like, how do I minimize these in the worst way possible? <laughs> Jeremy fucks a ghost? Jer- excuse me. Jeremy boinks a ghost. Sorry. Different terms. We're not time. vulgar on this show. Yeah, definitely. Watch your fucking mouth. <laughs> he boinks a ghost. Sorry. Jeremy boinks a ghost. On the nose. <laughs> Just real sweet like. Just boink. Boink. <laughs> so, Jordan, this is your first time hearing some of these future plot points, even if they are worded poorly. What do you think? I just want to know. What like, you think? Uh, what the state of this show is going to become? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give us your state of the afterbite event. Just, like, give us a whole speech. Um, state of the bite. Let's go. All right. Here's how I feel. The fact uh-huh. that all of these things happened, it's, uh, to me, it feels like, it's, like, so hilarious. Like, like on the, it's like, this show should be a comedy, not a drama. <laughs> This show should absolutely be a comedy. It, if all of these, you're saying all of these things happen, that mm-hmm. is insane to me. And it feels like, like, it's like, it's like bad in like a good way, but also I also know it's like this show can be bad in a bad way. So like, I just don't know how to process all of this. Like the fact that, oh wait, we all know, oh wait, actually that makes sense. The fact that a pit of goop is the main antagonist. <laughs> <laughs> Julie Pleck really loves her like viscous fluids. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Like, like, it's insane. Like, it's full. I mean, VFX budget when the pit of goop is an antagonist is not high. So <laughs> Exactly. You're and, like, here and- he is. Goop. <laughs> the the fact that all these things are allowed to exist on this show just like screams like, we're on a supernatural show and we need to come up with something for this season to be interesting. <laughs> We're on a CW show. What's up, gays? Uh, can I just talk about really quickly how almost all of the CW shows that are not DC related are supernatural shows? Yeah, they really like their genre shows. So they're just like, we solely create superhero shows and supernatural shows. That's what we specialize Listen, it's been working for them for years. And since Let's no one will it. do what I want and bring back the error of the small town teen drama, here we are. Yeah. Lane, bring it back for us, please. I just want to like here's the thing and mm-hmm. like I team the TV industry loves to be like what's your very unique pilot concept and I'm like what if instead of my very unique pilot concept was just kids in a high school small town honestly that's it like we small town high school like Degrassi oh I miss Degrassi oh my god so one tree hill. the plot of One Tree Hill was two brothers on the same basketball team I love One Tree Hill too <laughs> like are you kidding me and, but it was fantastic. It was the plot of Dawson's Creek was like a man named Dawson who lived near a creek. Like y'all, that was like some good TV. Like they need to go back. I to know. There. Like so, I'm just like I just want to write teen soaps again, and not like over. Like I love Riverdale, but not no, that. No, Degrassi. Like, I want like Riverdale. Yeah, I want like grounded teen soaps. Like can't I cannot talk about how much I love Degrassi so much. So hey, ladies. Yes. Lane, I know you didn't see the entire season with us, but you watched enough, I think. From Great. the beginning season, from the beginning of the season to the end, 
don't feel like it went. Like, I feel like we need to talk about this season as a whole because it's kind of buck wild when you think about it. You're like, okay, Elena's parents died. She gets new parents. Those parents are also assholes. And also one of them gets his hand cut off. And that's like in <laughs> 10 minutes of airtime total. Here's the thing. Buckwild, mm -hmm. yes. But I do think that season one of The Vampire Diaries was like one of its best seasons mm -hmm. in that it so clearly knew what it was and what it wanted to do. Yeah, and okay and it told that story and then it ended the season in such a way that said okay now that we've told this story here's how it gets a lot bigger going forward mm -hmm. um and i think that that was really successful and also the music was really good yeah i agree with like like um it knowing what it was and what it wanted to do in the beginning especially with the i feel like especially with the first couple of episodes where it was all about discovering who these vampires were through like elena's eyes mm -hmm. i think do i think they could have done a lot better with 16 episodes instead of 22 yes, yes. yeah because so, it could have been a tight 16 yeah. season that would have been a great season yeah some I'm episodes felt like they were pointless and why were they here um but overall i feel like Another point, like you, that you brought up of it, like trying to expand its world now, like via mm -hmm. like the end of by the end of season one, there's like more stuff to discover. I think they did that very well, especially because like we were talking about before. I, I don't know if we were recording this then, but with like shows like Pretty Little Liars and Once Upon a Time, it kind of feels like they like got trapped in a bubble of like being like their like genre show. And then, like, not evolving past that and not, like, trying to expand the world beyond what they had. And I think mm -hmm. the Vampire does that. The, the Vampire Diaries, uh, at least right now, is trying to expand and trying to bring in new ideas and concepts that aren't just, like, the same old, tired plot over and over again. It's a little wild to me. They did a good job of, like, place building this season if that makes sense you get a feel for mystic falls especially since it feels so kind of claustrophobic with yeah. all of the founders events and everything like you get a good feeling for mystic falls and you like it i mean kind of you like it air quotes there but i was having that thought too in terms of they also build the scooby gang like they mm -hmm. they yeah. give yeah. you first it's <laughs> elena and Elena's orbit and then by the end they're like oh and maybe it's also Tyler and Caroline and Bonnie and like they sort of start they almost activate everyone yeah. by the, like, <laughs> they're all robots <laughs> Listen, that's what, that's like literally what we used to call it and one of the writers when I worked in it's like how is this gonna like activate that person's story and that's like essentially what they do by the end and you also feel like even if they're not fully activated yet, which I love that term, uh, you can feel like with Caroline, she's on the verge of like some shit happening yeah. to her. Like mm -hmm. some shit has happened and more shit will happen. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it is a little wild to me, like the way that they made you give a shit about a very small group of characters mm -hmm. at first. And now you're like, okay, there's like 10 people on this show that I like and I give a shit about. And they're all in Mystic Falls. So I guess I'll also like and give a shit about Mystic Falls and everything. I think, And then I they're think like, by the way, there are two of them now. And I, I think another thing that they do really well is that they handle their ensemble cast really well. Where they're like trying to put people together that you wouldn't necessarily think goes together well. And like are like trying to see what comes about 
put, put putting these characters all in the same space. Like first you have like the tri- the triangle of um Elena, Bonnie and Caroline and then mm-hmm. Elena, Stefan and Matt, right? And mm-hmm. those are like kind of like two big triangles. You also have like Tyler, Jeremy and Vicky, right? And their own little separate mm-hmm. bubble. And then okay, yeah, sure. By the Again, end Julie of Fleck t- just fucking loves geometry. <laughs> and by the end, you have this whole thing with Damon, Stefan, and Elena. But then you also have Catherine involved, so she somehow like makes up like a square. And then you also have the whole thing with um, you have Tyler, Caroline, and Matt, right? And like they're dealing mm-hmm. with their own shit. Then you also have you still have Bonnie, Caroline, and Elena. You have Bonnie, Stefan, and Elena. Like like there's like all these like different matchings that they do throughout the entire season, which I think is really well done. It, and it really does like bring out characteristic traits in certain characters that you're like, oh, I never saw you in that way, but now that you're like with this person, I can see you in kind of like a different light. Valid, very valid. So, ladies, predictions for season two. What do we think is going to happen? What the? How, how? I cannot tell what the show is going to happen next. <laughs> what do we think? Shot in the dark, just blindfolded, thrown a dart at a board. All right. What do you think is going to happen? So we know that Catherine is back. So, like... True. My main guess is, obviously, she's going to cause some BS to happen. Like, maybe she'll, like... She'll, like turn someone impersonate else. elena more yeah she'll probably will impersonate elena more we got uh damon damon is gonna go on a wild win like just gonna go through it because like he thinks he's with elena so like sometimes he's gonna be interacting with elena as if they have this like secret going on but then other times she's gonna be like what the fuck are you talking about that'll be interesting um I do think the triangle between Elena, Stefan, and Damon is going to be way the worst. more. And it's going to be the worst. The worst. Most definitely. It's going to be amplified next season, and I'm not excited for it. Um, yeah. And then there's like a... So Matt, there's Matt and Caroline, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. I don't see where that's going, you know? It's going in the trash. Yeah. I see it going in the trash. It feels like... <laughs> I, I feel like they've, like, exhausted each other to for, like, character sake, you know, like, character building. <laughs> they've exhausted each other, and now it feels like, oh, this is kind of stale now. Oh, what the fuck? Sorry, there's a snowstorm outside, and it just, like, made the branches, like, bash against my balcony, and I got fucking spooked. Oh, um, oh sorry, Lord. sorry, that was me, that was me, sorry. <laughs> oh, no, it was also me. It's not great. Lady Morgan, what do you think's going to happen on season two of The Vampire Diaries? In very vague I've, terms. I've already seen this show. I feel like I uh-huh. can't guess. You can guess, because I'm also guessing, and I have seen this show. <laughs> Just give me really? a vague guess. Give me a poorly worded plot point from season two. 101 Dalmatians. All right. Oh, oh no. shit, that is a poorly worded plot point. I love it. I'm literally writing that down and we'll come back to it later. <laughs> you think I'm fucking kidding, but I'm not. There's gonna be a lot more dogs. Like, a lot more dogs. A well, lot more dogs. Well, oh, okay, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> it really took you a minute. <laughs> it wasn't complex at all. I get it now. 
there's more dogs and also less dogs. Also, if there was one dog in the show, it would be more dogs than they have had previously. Also, if there was Cruella de Vil in this show, it would be Catherine. Oh. God, you're so right. All right. She would also Thank make you. like a coat from puppy skin or some bullshit. She would. Yeah. Yes, she, she would. Yeah, you're correct. Hey, guys. I think that's it. I think we did a season finale. Yay. We crushed it. We crushed it. Hey, Lane Morgan, thanks for coming on the show and playing my dumb game. Thank you for having me on the show and letting me play your dumb games. (laughs) Makes it sound like this is a fucking fucked up episode of like, oh, what's that movie? Saw? (laughs) That's what you told me it was going to be. That's why I'm here. (laughs) Okay, well, I'm sorry that I didn't have like some bucket connected to like a portcullis where sorry, you had to you like still have all your, your limbs yeah. <laughs> sorry you got to keep all of your limbs if you want to just like cut one off i guess honestly <laughs> d- even though we got to keep all of our limbs some people did it not everyone rest in peace john gilbert sorry you got fucked up john you deserved it yeah most definitely your name is john it yeah honestly yeah i don't trust any motherfuckers named john yeah it's kind of questionable at best you're on thin fucking ice if you're white and your name is john so that's it that's our season one finale of afterbite thank you to our guest lane morgan yay for roasting roasting this show with us and also for being like the Lacroix of no that doesn't sound insulting i can't work it I was gonna try. I'm like, mm, it sounds like an insult either way. Wait, did we ask the questions? Did I ask the questions? Let me double check here. Because there weren't many. Let me see here. I might have worked them in. You might have. Give me a moment to pull up this motherfucking question. Where did my Twitter go? Hey, Twitter. Can you not fuck up right now? A bitch is trying to work. God, I wish I knew. Hey, Lane, where can I, where can our listeners find you on Twitter? It's very difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, first, you have to go outside in the rain under a full moon. Mm-hmm. Meet a man in a yellow poncho. Mm-hmm. He will give you the treasure map. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I know that's shocking, but. <laughs> Uh, well, you're not I kidding. On... I already have my shoes on. Damn it. <laughs> I'm on all social medias as Allie Morgan. L-A-Y-N-E-M-O-R-D-A-N. You just have a name that's like fun to say, the full name. Hey, Lane. A few quick questions submitted by our, uh, what are they called? Listeners. There we go. <laughs> I was just huh. talking about this as an audio medium. And I was just like, I don't know what this, I don't know what words are. <laughs> few of our listeners submitted questions to our uh, curious cat which is by the way after fucking it's just after bite pod on curious cat figure it out you're savvy you're on twitter you can you're listening it. to a podcast you can do this hey lane morgan if you could take one character from the vampire diaries and put them into one of the shows you've worked on who would you pick and what show i feel like i've stumped you right off the bat no, you haven't. I, my brain wanted to put Legacy's characters onto my shows, but I'm trying to think of <laughs> Vampire Diaries characters instead. Put a, put a TVD character on there. If you can't think of yeah. one, Legacies are also acceptable. No, it's fine. I can do this. I guess I would love to put Bonnie on 
the hundred. Good choice. Good choice. Because good choice. like, I just feel like she would have like so much shit wouldn't have happened, you know? Yeah. <laughs> she could have really yeah. stopped. Bonnie and Clark would have been like bros. Uh, that's such a great duo. Yeah. Like, name, name yeah. As well. and also, like, I would have shipped the shit out of Bonnie and Bellamy. Yeah. Also valid. Okay, sure, sure. Yeah. I'll allow it. That's all I have. That's all you got. Um, that's yeah. Valid. Well, my what I was gonna say is that it would have it would fucking send me to see MG and Caleb on Daybreak. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that show really fits their aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. Like they're, my brain was aesthetically. Like, this is what I need. <laughs> they're just very goofy. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're yeah, so good. Hey, Elaine Morgan. Yeah. I did a real good lean in there. This is a yeah. high quality audio production. Yeah, you've been you've definitely been practicing for most of this with with doing the that specific lean in. That specific one where I just leaned back in my chair and then realized that if I wanted to talk, I probably had to come up and like to my microphone. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. You can tell my practice in this broken ass chair. <laughs> What's a question? What's your favorite character on the Vampire Diaries? Uh, Caroline. Smart. I don't know. She's Caroline. Valid. Valid. No, I like. I'm always a big fan of like women. I love. (laughs) 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 No, um, I always really like the like the it girl character, like almost always. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love the like popular bitchy, like Quinn Fabre version of that. But I also love that Caroline had like a really soft sort of scared version of that. Um, especially like in the beginning and they made her sort of like sweet and kind and a little naive. And I thought that was kind of nice. And then to watch like her growth over the course of the show. Mm-hmm. She's sweet in kind, and she also sticks her foot in her mouth all the goddamn time. Yeah. And I yeah. can really relate to that, because, like, me too, bitch. And I think she has, like, a really satisfying progression that she doesn't get, like, a lot of credit for. She really does. She has the best, like, character arc, I think, on the Vampire Diaries specifically. It reminds me weirdly of... Reminds me weirdly of JJ on Criminal Minds, not in that they are the same journey, but in that, like, over the course of the whole show, you watch, like, what the world does to someone. Ooh, okay. I love that, actually. Ooh, I actually really fucking love that. Also, just fucking love Jennifer Drew. She's my main bitch. Fucking love of my life. Same, same. I have a t-shirt my friend got me for my birthday that says Mrs. Jennifer Drew on it. (laughs) Hey, Lane Morgan, if you had to take one of your favorite characters from your childhood and put them into the Vampire Diaries universe, how would you and which one? There's a car just aggressively honking in the background. <laughs> Love it. Always. Uh, Glendale. Um, from my childhood? Yeah, just like or a like... favorite. We'll, we'll expand it to like teenage-ish years, maybe. Uh, Santana Lopez. Okay, she'd be in TVD. What does? Because I just want her to tell people to fuck off. Love that. (laughs) There are not enough people on TVD that are like, you know what? This is just a lot of white boy bullshit. And I feel like I just want someone to say it. 
Oh, yeah, she'd yeah. say it. Honestly, that yeah. Would, that would be amazing if if Santana could be on that show and just be like, y'all are annoying. Though. Yeah, like yeah, I just wanted to tell people to shut the fuck up. Yeah, like alternatively, alternatively, Gordo from Lizzie McGuire <laughs> <laughs> just should be like Bonnie's weird sidekick witch friend. <laughs> Wait, he's what? like always trying to make a documentary and everyone's like why are you here <laughs> please stop filming this we're a mortal being somebody's gonna see this eventually wait can i also talk about the fact that in lizzie mcguire it's so absurd that they're in middle school for the entire show listen don't let question. the 90s live let the 90s live <laughs> let the 90s live <laughs> Wait, would would Santana Lopez be would she be a vampire, a witch, a human, and werewolf? Like what are we talking about here? I feel like she would just be a human who is constantly like, fuck this. <laughs> fuck Stop. this shit. I'm just trying to cheerlead. I'm just trying to be gay. I'm just trying to be a teenager. And this is fucking annoying. She would like get on Caroline, Bonnie, and Elena's backs because now they've completely ditched the cheer squad. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> exactly. Yes exactly that's all the questions we have those were like some good questions though love it yeah big fan thank you listeners for submitting those questions some of those were like good deep ones loved it big fan anyway that's it we did a season finale episode we did it this is the part where we tell you that we're gonna be going on a break for a few uh weeks here because bro i need to purge my brain from this show sometimes Mm-hmm. we will still be on twitter though at afterbitepod you'll have all the news on when we're coming back it'll be pretty soon it won't be a long break I promise and uh, in general just follow us on twitter at afterbitepod uh, we have fun memes and now we have a picture of Lane's face that's there what, yeah. what else could you want <laughs> we're exactly. gonna I mean I, I mainly will probably be trying to run the account um during the break and like doing like polls and stuff like that just to get you guys opinions on season one of the podcast and season one of the show in general and how you guys felt about oh, it definitely ask them who their favorite guest star was oh yeah on your I will, podcast I will, it's Brian, I will make a poll actually. i'll, I'll, we'll I'll make a poll and i'll say right. yeah i'll put brian because he's <laughs> definitely even though he's a co-host he doesn't act like one and i'll put lane and we'll see who wins okay Who's gonna? He's gonna win. No. I'm sure the people who listen to the show know who he is. Well, um, he's been here twice. Well, you're you're yeah. halfway there. Yeah. You're, oh, great. You you've been here almost as many times as Brian has been. So you're neck and neck. Exactly. It's a tight race here. So um, follow us on Twitter for all of those good good things. We'll be back soon with more episodes of Afterbite. Remember, you can always watch along with us. We watch two episodes every week. And for every two episodes of The Vampire Diaries we watch, we do one of these episodes. That's how it works. I felt like just like describing it on the back end because I feel like I got away from describing what this show is. And at its heart, this show is about roasting The Vampire Diaries. Because holy shit, y'all, some extremely questionable content. So talk with us on Twitter at AfterbitePod. We come out every Friday, except for the ones that we don't. You know how it works. I have a job. Sometimes Sometimes shit sucks. Sometimes life is hard. You're so fucking right. Anyway, thanks, Lane, for joining us again. Thank you. And uh, we'll see y'all next season. Bye-bye.
And then this is the part here where we just kind of like fade out the music in our voices. So if you got yeah. any last minute jokes. Oh, I could definitely make another joke about the LaCroix truck. I haven't done that in a while. Okay. Uh-huh. You got one more? No. No, no, no. Okay. No. That's valid. I was basically like the LaCroix of guest stars, really. I didn't really say very much. That's fine. You just drove by talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> We were heading down I mean, I only, I only drove by watching these episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you're so fucking valid. Yeah, I was about to say, very valid indeed. <laughs> I also if, drove by watching I, these episodes. Can I just say, if it was not for this podcast, I would not be watching this show. <laughs> Good.